What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yo, good evening and welcome USA, Canada, worldwide, Long Island, AK Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Breganator, the misunderstood lonely nomad, YouTuber, creator, unstoppable independent podcaster, and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you're rocking with the 165th episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, live and direct from StreamYard and, of course, YouTube. And alongside of myself is the Instagram live feed. Make sure you turn on your notifications so you can keep up with the updates. And if you have any comments, you can jump into the comment section or some thoughts on some topics that's going to be discussed today or any other upcoming episodes in the future. And um, if you'd like to make a charitable donation to support the show, you can go ahead and do that. Um, go to you can go to the Cash App, which is um, Dollar Sign G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five. That's Dollar Sign G, Capital G, lowercase M O N E Y, Capital S, lowercase T A C K Z Five Fifty Five. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank. It's all about doing the best you can on whatever amount of money you are comfortable with um, will be appreciated no matter what the amount is. All right? It will count. Don't worry. And speaking of don't worry, you can go ahead to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555, to subscribe and catch up on all the episodes that's been posted to the YouTube channel page. And you're going to see all the New York podcast episodes on there. Tap that noni noni bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream. And, of course, um, the time that the recording is going to start. Make sure you leave a like and a comment along with the episodes. Tell a friend to another friend. And, of course, um, make sure you share, like, listen stream and of course i'll handle the rest of the uh, the um the stream platforms where you can listen to the episodes at the end of the show um now um <clears throat> now a little quick side note here you're probably wondering um uh what's going on in the background in my room it is the air conditioner because it's going it's a heat wave throughout the whole week I hope everybody out there is doing their best to keep cool, drink plenty of water, Gatorade for electrolytes, for energy and strength. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to need it, and I'm pretty sure you're going to need it as well. That's why I have a little water on the side um, to actually drink, um, just in case. So, yeah, there you have it right there, man. Make sure y'all stay cool. And and with the air conditioner, and if you have like a um, a swimming pool or whatever to keep cool, that that'll work too. Um, and yeah, there you go, right there. Um, all right, let's do a little mental health check in real quick. All right. Um, all right. As I'm, as far as how I'm doing mentally, physically, and spiritually, um, I'm taking it one day at a time. 
although I had a little bit of a bad day at work, but um, I kind of figured out, kind of figure out what was going on. So you know, it was pertaining to someone. I'm not going to say what the person's name is, but it, it was pertaining to someone who was actually going through something, stressed out. Um, as a cashier and stuff. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to mention the person's name on here. So, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I get it. There's a lot of people that's online or whatever, but it wasn't even that long of a line. That's the crazy part. I mean, all I wanted to do is actually learn how to use a computer and a scanner to to actually um scan the items that didn't have any price tags on it because a lot of people have been asking me about about the uh the missing price tags and stuff so i figured i learned a little something something so i don't have to because you know what happened is is that our scanners is out of commission so I'm not sure when we're going to get a new one. So as for myself, mentally, phys- mentally, um, I was a little pissed off with um, the issue with my mother who said something very insensitive to me in terms of my weight and shit. So um, and um, other than that, um, other than that, I just had to, f- I had to find a little something to cheer me up. So I did watch some some um, some TV shows and play games and stuff that kind of like what really cheers me up though mentally what makes me happy and stuff so you know what i'm saying and um <clears throat> physically and spiritually i am all right um i'm making sure that i am in in a clean bill of health which is which is also which is also a blessing of course that i don't have anything harmful I don't have anything i don't have any diseases in my body or whatever so you know and doing the best i can and doing the best i can with um with three of my podcast shows to be successful so i'm not and i'm sorry for the delay of the episodes um i needed to take i needed to sort things out with what i was going through so you know what i'm saying and you know and and I wasn't gonna go cold. I was not gonna go cold turkey on you folks out there. Don't think I'm gonna. Don't think I'm taking a break and going cold turkey. That's not happening. That's not happening. I'm not going cold turkey and shit. That's not happening. So you know, it is what it is, man. <clears throat> and that's your mental health check-in. All right, so let's go into um, a little thing that I'd like to call the New York Mass Transit Files. Um, here we go. All right. Our first story in transit news has to do with the MTA, but this is pertaining to, um, a project for Flushing Station. Listen to this. The MTA announced that a $61 million um, makeover at the Main Street subway station in Flushing, Queens is underway to improve overcrowding and congestion on the platform and street level stairs and other upgrades to improve 
the passenger experience at one of the city's busiest transit hubs. Um, the construction of eight new staircases will better accommodate both incoming and outgoing passengers west of Main Street while improving service for those using all stairs throughout the station. Um, hang on a minute. Simply Gorgeous underscore 1990. How you doing? Thank you for um thank you for watching. Um yeah. And um let's see. The Flushing Main Street station is one of the top 10 busiest stations in our entire subway system. And it is time its infrastructure supported that reality, MTA chair and CEO General Lieber said. Soon our passengers will be able to travel through the station more easily and comfortably. Um, four new street to um, mezzanine stairs will be installed in addition to four new mezzanine to platform stairs. The new street to um, mezzanine stairs will be located on the north and south corners of Main Street and to the west of Main Street along both the north and south sides of Roosevelt Avenue. <clears throat> Four existing street stairs will be rehabilitated for ADA compliance and four existing platform stairs will be um, reoriented, um, excuse me, according to the MTA. The mezzanine will be expanded into new air control areas with six new turnstiles will be constructed. The existing um the existing um double CTV camera system will be upgraded and wayfinding signs within the station will be improved. The 61 million dollar price tag for um the project includes the expense of relocating existing utilities. <clears throat> These improvements will greatly enhance the customer experience traveling in one of the New York's um, most vibrant neighborhoods. Um, MTA Construction and Development President Jamie Torres Springer said, in quote, these eight new staircases will alleviate overcrowding on the platform and street level and ensure passengers can better move through the station. Okay. Construction will only occur within the station during off-peak hours. Full access to a minimum of four street-level stairwells will be maintained in the mezzanine areas. Access to the four stairs that serve the northbound and, of course, um, your northbound and southbound platforms from the mezzanine area will be, excuse me, also be maintained at all times. The MTA is working with city agencies and local stakeholders to mitigate impacts on the local community. Signs reminding pedestrians that businesses remain open will be posted. Customers are returning to the subway system in greater numbers as the work continues to improve the passenger experience. NYC President, NYC Transit President, rather, Richard 
Davy said. These eight new staircases will alleviate overcrowding on the platform and street level and ensure passengers can better move through the station. Members of the public wishing to express concerns and raise issues with will be able to, to contact a 24-7 construction hotline at 844-508-2636 for the duration of the project, which is expected to be sus- substantially complete by the end of October 2023, which is next year. Meanwhile, the MTA announced that bus ru- bus stops that serve the Q48 and Q50 along Main Street and Roosevelt Avenue will be temporarily relocated to accommodate street stairway construction through March 2023. Stops will be relocated to Main Street and 39th Avenue in front of GNC. Hmm. Some people, <clears throat> let's read what um, the people have to say on here. So, so this person says, um, when will the Q48 and Q50 buses be moved to Main Street? Wow, wasn't wasn't that new staircase at Times Square over thirty million dollars? Compared to that, this project is a bargain with all they're um, getting. Let's just hope it doesn't run over budget like these MTA projects frequently tend to do. It is, and another person says. It is nice to see them complete these renovations correctly. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So what we're going to do is. Um, All right. There's a. Right. Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here's another story about this. Speaking of Queens. <clears throat> I don't know if I talked about this. All right, so here we go. In other transit news, a Queens man was arrested over the weekend for two random subway slashings in as many days, um, many days crimes he allegedly committed after being picked up then let go for brandishing a knife at cops. <laughs> Donnie um Donnie Ubera, age 32, stabbed two strap hankers, one in the face and the other in the neck without provocation in separate incidents Friday and Saturday morning along the flushing to Midtown number seven subway line the nypd said in a statement the accused serial slasher had just gotten out of jail thursday with a single night of time served for allegedly refusing to put the the large a large knife um when confronted by queen's officers on the street and then trying to flee with it the day before this is nothing if not predictable, disgusted NYPD um, commissioner on um, Sewell fumed in a statement Sunday uh, railing against the city's um, criminal justice system for so easily freeing suspects such as um, 
Ibera. Your pol your police are doing their jobs. Um, we keep arresting him, she said of the suspect who has at least 14 prior arrests, including for assaults. His record demonstrates that each time he is involved in unprovoked violence against innocent victims, the criminal justice system has him back to the streets and subways rather than jail or psychiatric treatment. He inevitably targets another victim. Law enforcement sources said Yabera has been the subject of excuse me, calls to cops for an emotionally disturbed person four times. He was nabbed Saturday night for the subway slashings after some eagle-eyed officers recognized him on the street in the same flashy gold and black button-up shirt he was allegedly wearing during the train assaults. Surveillance footage had captured him in the shirt, menacing some people in the subway station with a knife, sources said. This is, this is nuts. This is crazy, man. Like on some on some real shit though, like it's it's just <sighs> you're making it harder for people to actually, you know, you know, go out sometimes, especially especially with crazy shit like this though, man. It's just I get frustrated hearing stories like this though. You know what I'm saying? And and it's not even about them, and it's not even. It's not even about the mass shootings either. This is more of these slashes has been going on for like months now. This is crazy. Anyway, um, let's see who was that. Yes, the first um, the first transit system attack occurred at eight forty a.m. during the Friday rush at Queensboro Plaza in Long Island City, Queens, New York and left the 62-year-old victim with cuts to the face and hand according to police. There was so much blood in the train car. There was so much blood in the train car um, that it had to be taken out of service, sources said. The victim needed stitches to close his wounds Yabera then allegedly struck again the next day at 7.15 a.m. at the 74th Street Broadway station in Jackson Heights, Queens. Cops said he approached his unsuspecting victim, displayed a large knife, and stabbed the man in the neck and fled. Um, the victim was taken to Amherst Hospital in critical but stable condition, cops said. The NYPD recovered a knife from the scene. Yubera was nabbed about 12 hours later. On Wednesday, two days after, two days before the first subway slashing, Yubera faced off with cops responding to a 911 call for a man with a knife, sources said. The suspect refused to put down his knife and, and fled, but was quick, quickly nabbed and charged with um, criminal possession of a weapon and a controlled substance, as well as reckless endangerment. He was let go Thursday on time served, sources said. 
That left him free to allegedly commit the strap hanger slashings. Your bear now faces two counts each for attempted murder, assault, and weapons possession in the subway attacks. Um, this is the shit that I don't understand. If you already arrested the guy, right? Why are you releasing? Why are you releasing the menace who is slashing people, and and trying to actually murder somebody out of the blue? Like, what the hell are you thinking? Why are you releasing this fucking um, this fucking menace to society, stupid ass um slasher who? Is committing all these stupid ass crimes, man. I'm sorry, but this this is very frustrating for a lot of people, especially me. And I just feel that like he should get he should get more than two years behind bars, more than two years, because two years ain't ain't fucking enough. Anyway, <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, all right. Cops on Sunday also charged him with a separate earlier incident from Wednesday at a Queens bakery in which he allegedly hit a 45-year-old worker at um, Delicia's um, uh, Kalina's on Roosevelt Avenue with a stick. His previous run-ins with the law also include a January 8th um, incident in which he allegedly whipped out a large knife and threatened a bodega worker who tried to stop him from shoplifting a beer on 74th Street in Jackson Heights, Queens. Ah, Lord. Why? This is, this is the question. This is the question. Hold on. This is my question right here. It needs to be asked. Just weeks earlier, on December 27th, Ubera was arrested for four different attacks committed that day, including an assault on two employees of a Dwayne Reed on East 2nd Street in Manhattan and another on two daily workers at Sunny and Annie's in Alphabet City. Ibera was also booked November 5th for allegedly punching his roommate at a homeless shelter on Dittmar's Boulevard in Queens. Well, well, that that that's crazy, yo. Um, let's see. All right, what else can we talk about here? Hold on. Let me make sure I cover everything. Um, what's next? What's next? Hold on. All right. Um. So. All right. We're gonna go into a little thing that I like to call, um, chatting on the jazz right here, man. Let's go. Okay. Um, first article is it's pre. First article has to do with um 
has to do with um broad daylight shootings sheesh yes shocking new video released wednesday shows a wild broad daylight shootout on a broken street two groups of four approached each other on mermaid avenue near west 25th street in coney island around 5 30 p.m sunday cops said after about five people after about five people opened fire during the class police said video released by um the NYPD shows the shooters letting off a flurry of rounds on the sidewalk before retreating down the block. In all, about 36 rounds were fired, causing property damage only, cops said. One of the groups fled into a nearby building while the other group fled east on Mermaid Avenue. It's it's fucking ridiculous, man. Seriously, it's really ridiculous. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Oh boy, it is fucking crazy right there, man. Um, this is why I don't go. This is why I don't really go out and I don't really go out like that though, because of all this craziness that's going on. You want to wait till everything calms down and shit. But it's like, it's not easy to do. I'll just say. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy to me, man. And I'm not really liking this whole ordeal. Um. Anyway, man, this is just <sighs> look. Let's move on. Hold on. Playing on Mermaid Avenue. Yeah. yeah. They always playing on Mermaid Avenue. Why would you even do this? I don't know why. But anyway, man. Speaking of. Speaking of which. Let's go to our next topic. And it has to do. Suspects for 25 robberies? Yeah. 25 robberies, really? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 25 robberies? Where did I see that? All right. Um, she was... Okay. Okay, so it's not that much to you know, let me just um Yeah. Twenty five robberies, how do you do how do you do that? How the hell do you do that shit, man? Twenty five robberies? Twenty five robberies, really? Damn. Oh, there it is. There it is. There's a story. Oh, uh, there it is. Um, 
Nah, 25 robberies is a lot, though. So let's just get into it, though. Okay. Damn. So these are some people who are involved in this mess, though. So, oh, gosh. And you know what's really messed up, though, man? And and and, and they're, they're basically African-American, too, which is crazy to me. Um, yeah, so, so APD announces the arrest of suspects involved in the 25th multi-agency robbery series of 2022. Um... Yeah, and Marcia Tyler, age 17 years old, arrested by TCSO on June 19th, um, 2022, and later charged with four aggravated robberies in APD jurisdiction. And Jaleel um, Herskin, 20 years old, arrested by APD on July 6, 2022, and charged with three aggravated robberies in APD jurisdiction. The Austin Police Department identified and arrested Marcia Tyler and Jalil Herskin for the for this year's 25th multi-robbery, no, multi-agency robbery series. Four aggravated armed robberies occurred throughout the North Austin area, and at least three more cases happened out of APD's jurisdiction. APD worked with the Travis County Sheriff's Office on these cases and discovered that they were likely the same suspects. The robberies occurred throughout June 2022 of this year. Thanks to the cooperation of businesses and the victims, APD and TCSO could identify the suspects based on trackable stolen property clothing worn during the robberies and nearby surveillance video provided to APD. On July 6, 2022, at approximately 6.30 a.m., search warrants were served at two separate apartments located at uh, 1501 E. Howard Lane. An APD robbery detective and the case agent with APD Violent Crimes Task Force on this robbery series interviewed um, Herskin. Um, during the interview, Herskin um, made several admissions about the robbery, stating he was a gang member. Herskin was arrested at his residence on that day for the aggravated robbery warrants. Numerous pieces of the evidence connected to the robberies were gathered from his apartment. The second apartment <laughs> um, search was believed to be occupied by by a friend of both suspects. Two suspects were seen on surveillance cameras coming in and out of this of this apartment before and after the robberies. Oh boy. Um so the two suspects were seen on some no investigators noted the men were wearing the same clothing worn during the robberies. Evidence was also seized from that second apartment. Yeah. 
on June 19, 2022, TCSO interviewed Tyler, and he was arrested after he made several admissions regarding the robberies in the TCSO jurisdiction. Two other men were arrested during the SWAT search. They have um, outstanding felony warrants, and they are not suspects in the robberies at this time, blah, blah, blah. Like, what? Okay, so there's a whole list of people. So there's a whole list of people that's actually on this robbery shit. So Carson Demaria. 21 years old, an active warrant for a prior assault family violence strangulation charge, third degree felony. <laughs> Shaw Dwayne. Well, Dwayne Shaw. Um, <laughs> yeah. Age 22. An active warrant for burglary of a um, habitation, second degree felony. An inactive county warrant possession of a controlled substance and active evading arrest warrant class A misdemeanor. Numerous agencies and units within APD assisted in this operation. Um, APD robbery unit, APD um, violent crimes task force, APD SWAT, Texas Department of Public Safety, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, um, of course, obviously, uh, obviously, in, in addition to the uh, aggravated robberies committed within APD jurisdiction, the Travis County Sheriff's Office is investigating three more aggravated robberies believed to have been committed by Tyler and Hersky. Anyone with information about this incident should call the APD robbery tip line at 512 974 5092 crime stoppers um at 512 472 tips or use the new crime stoppers app all right all right let's see anyway let's go into a little thing with what ryan clark had and I named this episode. This man is nuttier than peanut butter because of what he because of what he said in comparison about um about Chris Brown more being talented than Michael Jackson. I got a bone to pick with this idiot, man. So just bear with me. I gotta, <laughs> okay, if Ryan Clark's goal for Monday was to stir things up. Mission accomplished. The former NFL star just kicked a hornet's nest by saying Chris Brown is more talented than a legendary Michael Jackson. See, you can't really compare. You can't compare the two. You really cannot compare the two. You know what I'm saying? Both of them are talented, all right? Both of them got different choreography dance moves, you know. You know what I'm saying? I feel that both of them are talented. I can't I can't really say you can't you can't really say that um Chris Brown is more talented. Both of them are talented. There is no comparison. The same way, the same way you can't compare Andre 3000 um 
to fabulous as far as like lyrically style or whatever. You can't you can't compare those two. Why are you why are you comparing those two? They're both talented. Like seriously, seriously. That, that's just like that's just like so fucking crazy to me, man. <laughs> that's crazy right there, man. Anyway, um, oh, and he was immediately ripped for it. The ex-safety received all sorts of mean comments from Twitter users after he tweeted the controversial statement. Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson, Clark said. There, I said it. Have a, have a great week. I do not care. You out CB and MJ in the talent Olympics. Chris Brown wins. The responses RC got were hilarious from gifts to some fans asking Clark if he was a drunk, he was drunk or high, because they couldn't believe a sober mind could come up with such an analogy. Yeah, that was a stupid analogy. You think? <laughs> that was a stupid analogy anyway, man. <laughs> Drinking early this morning, one fan said while another said whatever you, you are sipping on i need it for later oh man that's funny man. <laughs> that shit is so funny man another fan thought ryan needed a snickers candy bar saying i trust you and highly respect you but maybe you are hungry or something stay happy (laughs) (laughs) oh shit oh shit hold on let me hold on let me get a sip of water real quick hold on I, um, <laughs> this is just crazy. This is crazy. Um, <laughs> um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clark, who currently works for ESPN, even got ripped by his colleagues. Marcus Spears hit him with the classic how. Um, Cowboys writer Clarence Hill Jr. even got in on fun responding. Get your boy, man. <laughs> I would have, yo, seriously. You cannot compare the two, man. Like, what is, what is wrong with people? Why do you have to compare people based on, based on, based on how, how talented they are and how? Because both of them, both Chris Brown and Michael Jackson, both are talented people. Their dance moves might be different. Chris Brown was inspired by um, Michael Jackson. That's why he, you see him do all these, all these, um, you know, dance moves in some of his music videos. I mean, come on. I mean, what's wrong with being? What's what's Hold on. There's nothing wrong with being inspired by a music artist in terms of their dance moves and fancy moves i mean 
I don't see anything wrong with somebody being inspired by a music artist as far as like you know dance moves and stuff. So, you know, you know, for me, it, it, I just feel like every, it's all good, man. Like seriously, it's it's just all good, man. Don't don't do any more comparisons and make dumb analogies, okay? Seriously, seriously, enough is enough. Anyway. Speaking of, speaking of which, speaking of which, yeah, a shooting in uh, South Folsom Park, Queens, New York. Hang on a minute here. Wait a minute here. <sighs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to do this story. Hang on a minute here. Yeah, um, so a man was shot dead while sitting in his in, in a parked vehicle down the street from his home, police said Sunday. Satnam Singh, age 31, was found sitting in the car around at around 3.46 p.m. on Saturday in the South Ozum Park um, section of Queens with, a, with gunshot wounds in his neck and torso, the NYPD said in a statement. Singh's body was rushed from the scene at 129th Street and Sutter Avenue to Jamaica Hospital where doctors pronounced him dead. Um, no arrest was made. Yeah, this, that's nuts, man. <laughs> and speaking of and speaking of nuts oh boy speaking of nuts I couldn't wait to talk about this story that I actually heard from the donkey of the day section by Charlemagne the God um and this is pertaining to a fucking idiot right this is pertaining to a damn idiot from Texas who decides, hold on, who decides to actually do something that's very, 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 very crazy and dumb, okay? So let's get into the story. A Texas man who admitted to having sex with a horse. <laughs> having sex with a horse. <laughs> having sex with a horse and sexually assaulting several others ha has been jailed for a decade. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Jean-Marie Bugama, age 24, was convicted on Wednesday after pleading guilty to bestiality, KSAT reported. The sick acts occurred at a San, San Antonio um, and Queen boarding facility on at least three occasions between June 2020 and February 2021. In the first instance, Bugoma was caught on surveillance camera walking through the stables naked, according to an arrest affidavit. affidavit. The owner noticed soon after that Two of his horses were injured, and a vet later determined the animals had been sexually assaulted. 
Oh my gosh. Why are you jacking off to a damn horse while butt-ass naked, man? <laughs> what, <laughs> what are you thinking? What the fuck are you thinking, man? Seriously, what the fuck are you thinking? What are you doing having sex with a damn horse? It is not a fucking human being. It's an animal. What are you having sex with an animal for? Like, seriously. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, man. I, I just had to laugh at this story, man. Like, this is nuts. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> um, authorities said Bugoma went to the stable again months later and had sex with one of the horses. You know what this story reminds me of? That one particular story about Kevin Lovett who who actually fucking jacked off to a tickle me animal doll, man. This is a lot worse. This is a lot. This story right here that I'm talking to you folks out here is a lot worse than that. <laughs> I can't believe this shit, man. Oh man, I'm sorry for laughing, but but this is crazy. I just find it so crazy and. And, and funny, I just find it crazy and funny at the same time because it's just so fucking intrigued. It's just so int fucking intriguing to me that a guy like that would actually do some heinous shit like this. Like, come on, son. And the worst part is he's fucking, he's fucking, um, he's fucking black. You crazy? <laughs> he's fucking black, though. You an idiot for that shit, though, man. You're an idiot for that shit, though, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Hey, this is not... Look, man. And them horses are probably hurt right now, man. Yeah, his ass is going to be falling flat on his fucking face to, to fucking prison, man. Watch. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but I had to do it though. Man. I had to do it to the guy. Your ass is ru your ass ruined your life by having a sex by fucking jacking off to a fucking horse. Like you you should be ashamed of yourself, man. Seriously, man. Like, really. That, that right there. That right there is so fucking ridiculous to me, man. But anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Two of the horses had also been hobbled, which means their legs were bound together. When the owner caught Bugoma back at the stable in February last year. Authorities um, obtained a warrant that determined DNA from 
DNA taken from one of the horses matched that of the suspect. Ah, man, oh, man, oh, man. You, you're an idiot, man. You are a fucking idiot, man. Seriously, you're dumb. You're a dumbass for that shit. And you're going to get flushed anyway, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, but this is the most ridiculous shit that I ever heard in my life, man. And speaking of ridiculous, speaking of ridiculous, right? We got to talk about Wu-Tang Clan partnering with um, Crocs, man. And this, I find this very intriguing and funny at the same time. And I say this because a streamer, a streamer from Pokerture actually showed a picture of the ugliest Crocs that I've ever seen. And it's not even, it's not even about the colors. It's, <laughs> it's more like, it's more like, yo, I, when I saw that picture of, the, of a croc, of those crocs with high heels and shit, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I, you ain't going to catch me wearing no damn crocs, man. Fuck that, man. And speaking of speaking of crocs, the Wu-Tang Clan was um ahead of its time from a fashion standpoint as they set numerous trends in the 90s with their baggy style and left an in, indelible. In, and dealable mark on hip hop clothing for the Staten Island um dignitaries ladies venture the wool is teaming up with crocs for their own limited edition crocs the complete set includes a black croc yellow croc hold on hold on hold on on um, black clog yellow clog and slides decked out with various routine related logos challenge style is coming at you, Wu Tang Clan and Crocs are making moves. Get early access exclusively on the app. Crocs wrote on Twitter lap earlier this week. Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! The, the yellow, the yellow clog comes in kids sizes with a five pack of gibbets charms to uniquely style the footwear how consumers see fit. Those signed up for the Crocs app will er, will have early access to the Wu Kicks, but the price is not yet known. The Wu Tang Clan hasn't been shy about aligning its lucrative brand with other companies over the years for an array of partnerships. In April, the Wu entered the video game space by teaming up with Fortnite for a merchandise drop. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh man, oh my gosh, um, oh my gosh, yeah, I don't know if I would do that, <laughs> I don't know man, so this is crazy, oh so, yeah, so on the music, on the music side, Derek, um, covered in 1997, um, double album will take forever celebrate its 25th anniversary on june 3rd to commemorate the sem seminal project the wool reissued the an anniversary um collection that includes the original album 
a lyric booklet, a silver-colored seven-inch single of Triumph in a picture sleeve, and a reissue of the double cassette in a slip case. And yeah, you can actually yeah, you can actually pre-order them on their website, which is WuTangClanshop.com. All right. In other hip hop news, let's talk. Let's talk. Um, in other hip hop news, man. Um, let's talk. Um, let me see. Let's talk. Um, hold on a minute, man. I know I probably did this story before. This was. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hold on. Probably did this story before, but let me see. Okay, so this is from July 6, 2022 of this year. So, Lloyd Banks was considered one of the most lethal lyricists in the game when he was running with 50 Cent and Tony Yayo as a member of G-Unit, the Queens, New York native, even called himself the punchline king for a time. However, it's been almost 20 years since Banks released his debut album, The Hunger for More, and the hip-hop Landscape is very different than it was in the early to mid-2000s. The 40-year-old rapper didn't quite hit the the heights um, many might have hoped, and some believe he doesn't get the recognition he deserves as a lyricist. Over the 4th of July holiday weekend, Banks responded to a fan on Twitter who claimed his pen game is slept on. While the tweet was intended as a compliment, the Rotten Apple Rotten Apple rapper brushed it off by reminding the fan that his rap peers hold him in high regard. And he said, never really got the credit he deserved as a lyricist. I'll read the tweet to Banks reply. Trust me, I'm well respected amongst my peers. Um, the former G-Unit soldier made his return in June 2021 when he unleashed his first studio album in 11 years, The Course of the Inedible, which um, debuted at number 45 on Billboard's top um, R&B hip-hop albums chart with 12,000 first-week sales, um, featuring appearances from Freddie Gibbs, Styles P, Benny the Butcher, Rock Marciano, and more. The album was critically critically acclaimed for its tone and lyrics, a reminder to many that Lloyd Banks' skills as a rapper never faltered despite taking a lengthy break. Um wow. Um that's yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <clears throat> I know there's another story in regards to Lloyd Banks too. Um, I couldn't help but notice. Oh wait, there's another story. Oh wait, there's another story. Um, okay. There are three. There are three guarantees in life: death, taxes, and new music releases on Fridays. Closing out this week, we get a compilation album from one of the South's um, strongest labels, a new LP from one of the rap game's punchline kings, and the debut album from a Brooklyn rhymer 
who came home from prison in 2020. Yo Gotti has been building one of the most impressive collections of young rap talent for the imprint CMG that label. He puts his roster on full display on the new compilation compilation project against the art. Gotti officially announced the album on July 6th during an Instagram live session that included CMG's Mozzie, Moneybag Yo, and ESTG. On the real, I think it's about time. Everybody keeps asking for it. Like, you know, when are we going to do a tour? When are we going to do a project together, he said. I think it's time, man. All the, all the songs we've been recording together, all the late nights, we got crazy, crazy, like crazy songs. So I think we should just go drop the whole CMG project on these people, man. The album features a robust 27 tracks featuring the aforementioned CMG members as well as, um, oh gosh. Um, hold on a second, folks. I don't know what's going on here. Hold on. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, so the album features about so the album um, features a robust 27 tracks featuring the aforementioned CMG members as well as Black Youngster, um, 42 Doug, Block Boy, JB, Big Boogie, Lil Papa, um, uh, Leela, Samia, and the latest signee, Glorilla. Um, Roy Binks still has the hunger for more. The Queens, New York, Spitter releases his new album, The Course of the Inedible 2 on all streaming platforms. Banks has been teasing the album since April and has get the um previous of the project in the form of the singles Menace featuring Conway the Machine and Fell in Love. Okay, let's take a look. Let's take a look at this. Hold on a minute. Let's take a look. Um, let's take a look here. Yeah, so July 2022 new music releases. Let's. Oh, man. So let's see. Let me see. Um, okay, so um, July twenty twenty two new music release. Um, J. Um, excuse me. G. Perico already came out. Eleven East EP. Um, Bina Rideau. Sorry for the wait. Two. Um, July first already came out. Uh, all these, all these things. Um, 
we see. Kid Cudi, who really came out with um, the the boy who flew to the moon, volume one, um, released July eighth. West Side Gun, Peace Fly, God mixtape, um, Double S G Kobe Relapse EP already released July eighth. Um, Ken Carson. Um, X, the album already came out. Apollo Brown, This Must Be The Place. Um, you have Coda, The Friend, Mimo. Breezy, um, already actually reviewed his album already. I think I did. Yeah, I think I did already. Yeah, it already got released already. Um, so there's... There's um Yeah, there's a D three um S Z N in my projects. Um there's Dave B. It's not that deep already came out already. Um Guap Dad four thousand Guap already came out. July 14th. The compilation already came out already. Um yeah, this is yeah, um yeah, against the art compilation album released July 15th. Lloyd Banks, the court, the course of the inevitable two already came out July 15th of last week. And I think there's more to come. I mean there's more to come. Lizzo already came out with with her album special. Um, Kid named Kid named Cuddy remastered July fifteenth. Already came out already. Seti Hendrix well said. Already came out. Um, DJ Premier Hip Hop Fifty Volume One EP July fifteenth. Already came out already. Rex the Raj the Blue Hour. July 15th. Chef G from the can already came out with his album already. Um, Mikey Polo Emo or Die 2 already came out with that one right there. Melly um, Medusa um, EP July July 15th already came out already. Um, Vic Spencer and Small Professor Mudslide. Um, Joey Badass, two thousand. Um, yeah, his album July twenty second. Nardo Wick, who is Nardo Wick two? The album comes out also on Friday. Rico Nasty, La um, La Las Runas, July twenty second. And RZA, um, comes out with an album. Um, RZA presents. Bobby Digital and the Pit of Snakes, July twenty second. Um, Asian Doll, let's do a drill. Mixtape, July twenty second. Um, Shorty, Shorty, more than music part two. Also coming out on Friday. Jack Boy, Major Independent. Also coming out July twenty second. Danny Lay, my side EP, July twenty second. Um. Icewear Vezo 
Rich Off Pints 3, um, July 21st. Mozzie or Survivor's Guilt, July 22nd. Eli Frost, The Golden Child, July 20th. Yeah, uh, so... And uh, what what else is coming out this month? For Mealy, you still hear her? Um, the album comes out today. Where's Khalifa? Um, Multiverse, um, July 29th. Homeboy Sandman. Um, Angie Lee to Deluxe album, July 29th. Suicide Boy. Sing me a lullaby, my sweet temptation. Wait, what? Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Why would you name yourself Suicide Boy? I don't understand why you name yourself that, man. That is not really. That's not really. Uh, that's not really a good nickname, man. <laughs> that's not, that's not a good nickname, man. <laughs> B.O.B. Better Than Drugs also July 2022 Cappadonna The Illish The Illage, July 2022 yeah so that's probably gonna be that's probably gonna be it for that actually and I had no idea his shit came out um Anyway, man, in, in other in other news, let's talk Vanilla Ice, man, and his new drink. I didn't even know he was into beverage. The Ice Ice Baby rapper made a drink. Um, yeah. <laughs> George Clooney has... Cas- Casamigos Diddy has to rock Angelina Jolie hat as a rose brand, and now Vanilla Ice has solidified his beverage legacy a spike and no proof energy drinks. The flavor, well, I don't need to tell you, it's Vanilla Ice. <laughs> the Ice Ice Baby rapper, whose real name is Robert Van Winkle, launched the product in partnership with Canadian energy drink brand Joy Butter. Joy Burst. Yes, Joy Burst. Um, in addition to Vanilla Ice's namesake flavor, the naturally caffeinated plant-based energy drinks are also available in elderberry, frosé, grape, lime, and peach treatments. That's interesting. That's interesting. I like creative control, Van Winkle told um, told me during the Toronto launch. I want to let the juices flow during projects joy burst allowed me to come into this project and design the can the flavor everything um every part of the brand from the the tune to the label leans heavily into into 90s nostalgia um cans are glowing blue with neon pink graffiti announcing the flavors drinks are neon hued and names and the namesake single accompanying the launch finds van winkle and joy burst ceo brad woodgate 
shoots hoop shoot hoops in front of lava lamps and crews in a 90 Mustang, all while wearing shimmery silver sweatsuits. I bring good vibes when I do my joy walk. The sort of you know the song buzzes. It has the perfect amount of catchiness, says Van Winkle. Um, we've been going around just singing it because it really gets stuck in your head. Um, I want to make the product feel like the 90s in the can, says Van Winkle. I want drinkers to relive the, the era. I want to give people a little pep in their um, step. Get out their front door, live their life, and be successful because we all need a little energy to tackle things. I can agree with that. I can agree with that, though. I can actually agree with that, though, man. And and shout-outs to the people from... Um, from hell yes or hell no podcast right there. I just saw them following my um New York podcast page on Instagram. You can you can follow them on Instagram as well. You can also check out their uh, podcast already, already out right now on Spotify and other um, streaming platforms. Um. Anyway, the uh, yeah. So um. Hang on a minute, man. Hang on. Get up for those and tackle some things. The brand is called Joy Burst for a reason. Woodgate continues. We want you to experience the, that nostalgia. The partnership was born when Woodgate's um, team tossed around potential names for future collaborations when it came to creating a campaign. I thought who was someone I would really vibe with explains Woodgate. We tossed out a few names. Then one of my team mentioned, members mentioned Van Winkle. Hang on. I'm going to let this ice cream truck pass by real quick. Hold on. All right. Um, all right. Are you kidding me? I am a huge fan of Vanilla. I'm 44, so I was there when he brought hip hop into the mainstream for us. Ice Ice Baby is the is an anthem. When we met, he continues. Um, I wanted to see if we got along because he wouldn't um be just a brand ambassador his name is on the product i went to his house and we just developed a friendship from there 
You can tell the two are close. They laugh and, and step and finish each other's sentences. Um, I'm from the business world. So walking the red carpet and performing in front of people describes Woodgate. Rob has made it so comfortable and easy. Van Winkle immediately turned to Woodgate and quote, you've got a great energy about you and it's very inspiring. You have the, that energy, that push, and that drive. And a lot of characteristics that I see in myself. We need those qualities to spark, sprinkle that fairy dust on whatever we're doing. I appreciate this opportunity and the freedom to create this product the way we want. Um, Joy Burst is based in Toronto, Canada, and it's the sister brand to sister brand of No Sugar Company, a brand focusing on sand sugar energy bars and snacks. Hold on, let me let this ice cream truck pass. Okay, while the celebrity drink space is saturated, the number of after-back rum brands and model slug roses surpasses 80. Joy Bus is um, Javiel, capturing both Woodgate and Van Winkle's love for, of nostalgia. Hold on, let me let this truck pass by, folks. Yeah, I had to I had to lower it because of the icing truck in the background. I'm sorry about that, folks. Um. Anyway, man. Um. So projects like these are all corporate until you meet the people and you gel and become real friends. Says Ice. All of this, all of a sudden, it becomes fun. We're going to set the world on fire with this fun. It's an all-day party seltzer. We give you that energy drink to get you through the day and get your work done. And the party seltzer for the night. All 
right. Let's make some noise for Vanilla Ice, man. For creating a drink like this, though, man. I, this is a, this is this is like the, the the best invention of a beverage that he ever made, though, man. So congratulations to him and Woodgate for that right there, man. Let me make some noise, man. Now I'm not sure where you could where you could cop that drink. I'm not sure where you could cop that um uh, joy burst on um, beverage. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's in the states, but um, I'll probably look. I'll probably look into it after I get off the air, anyways. So, um, that's pretty. That's pretty good, man. He's doing good. Good. Good things right there. And other in other music news, okay. So, um, for the legendary New York radio personality and comedian DJ Safa Sounds, a little hip hop history never hurt anyone. In fact, the veteran East Coast um, audiophile has been serving um, serving up improv history lessons on his personal Instagram for several months now while spinning ultra-rare cuts from his expansive vinyl collection. On Thursday, um, June 16th, he delivered yet another amazing contextual breakdown of the late 90s New York rap era, uncovering the untold story of his early connection to Lil' Kim, in addition to explaining um, Biggie Smalls' relationship with Cameron prior to the formation of the Diplomats, and the subsequent birth of Diffset. Now, the first time I met Cameron, I was on tour with Little Cam. DJ Cypher Sound said, "Um, now I don't know if y'all know this, but I used to DJ for Little Cam, so Cameron was signed to Entertainment under um Lance on Rivera." Now Lance on Rivera was Biggie's um, partner in Junior Mafia. He continued effort effortlessly recalling how former Bad Boy Records MC Mace was actually one of the main dot connectors between Cam and Biggie, and ultimately Lil Cam and other Junior Mafia artists. Biggie and Lance on Rivera, we used to call him Un. Biggie and Un's label was called Um. Undies. <laughs> oh shit. Mace brought up Mace brought Cameron and Biggie to and then Biggie asked him to write some rhymes for Lil C's. If you remember, Cross on You on Lil Kim's album was a C solo record. It's not credited, but this verse is written by Cameron. Biggie on the hook and then the song got so popular off the album that they had to make a Little Kim version and put it out as a single. Lil Kim wasn't even on the original. That sounds like Cameron Man. He was signed to Biggie's label. Cameron Big Cameron Mace brought him over there. These little lessons in my hip hop basement cypress sound set. Yeah, 
Killer Cam appeared to be impressed by how sharp DJ Cypher Sound's memory was and jumped in the comment section of the reel to um, recruit his expertise for a special project he's apparently working on. Need you for my documentary, bro. Um, hashtag you was there. Laugh out loud. Cameron wrote. Back in 2010, Cameron actually told the full story of how the placement actually came about, revealing that Mace actually came out of his own pocket in order to secure the Purple Haze rapper Ghost Pen game for Little C's in 1996. What happened was entertainment CEO Lance on Rivera gave Mace um, gave Mace $30,000 to write five songs for Little C's at that time and Mace gave me $5,000 of the 30 to write one or two of the, of the songs Cam explained. Killer Cam explained. I wrote the Crush on You song and they ended up keeping it for Little Cam album, but it was really for Little C's. The, the original Crush on You is all Little C's. Little Cam isn't even on the record. Um, so that's pretty much um what that is right there. Um, let's see. Let me see what else. What else can we talk about here? Um, what else can we talk about here? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk on um, box office. Let's talk box office for a second. Now I didn't even. Well, let's see. Yeah, let's talk box office. Um, hang on a second. Let me just uh, let me just um, try to find this. Ooh. Okay. Now, I did not get a chance to actually um, cover, um, it's actually, I didn't get a chance to cover the, the box office thing. So let's get, get into a little segment that I like to call the movie man cave popcorn. All right. That's what we're going to do here, man. That's what we're going to do here. Obviously, Thor was number one since um it came out, and and I have to say, man, and I gotta really say though, man. So, and I gotta really say, this is just uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. I know I. Wait a minute, wait a minute here. Wait, wait, wait. wait a minute here. 
Okay, Love and Thunder um, box office actually going for Marvel. Um, let's see. So, all right, let's get to let, let's get to the box office. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, let's go to Variety for a sec. So. So box office, Thor Love and Thunder rules again with $46 million as where the crawdassing beats expectations. What? Okay. Marvel's Thor Love and Thunder managed to fend off three new nationwide releases to remain the number one movie in North America. Though ticket sales for Thor cratered in its second weekend, falling by 68% to 46% million dollars from 4,375 theaters. The latest installment in Disney's um, Marvel Cinematic Universe easily towered over a trio of newcomers. Um, Sony's um, literally adaptation where the crowd crawdads sing. Paramount's animated pause of fury um, the legend of Hank and the focus features period drama mrs miss mrs harris goes to paris after 10 days on the big screen love and thunder has generated a sizable 232 million dollars at the domestic box office and 497.9 million dollars globally wow For Thor, the fourth superhero adventure to spotlight Chris Hemsworth um, as the Asgardian god with abs that won't quit. A concerning 68% de decline is signaling the movie is not bringing out beyond the comic book empire's um, fan base. Though Love and Thunder will certainly end its box office run with uh, a tidy sum. It's not ideal for a film of this of its size and scope to lose such a significant fraction of its audience so quickly after opening weekend it's one of the biggest um second weekend drops in mcu history next to may's um dr strange in the multiverse of madness which tumbled 67 percent in its sophomore outing um Disney's um, strange sequel still earned a mighty, a mighty $411 million domestically. Um, by comparison, Marvel recent Marvel entries were able to fare better with Eternals dipping 61% and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings falling 52%. Um, among newcomers, where the crowd, where the crowd that sing easily scored the best start. The page to screen adaptation debuted in third place with a better than expected $17 million from 3,650 cinemas. That's an impressive start for this kind of movie, especially at a time when television has become a haven for literary, literary, literary favorites 
And Sony spent just $24 million to produce the film, so it won't be impossible to turn a profit. In the past years, dramas of all kinds were a workhorse gene, said David A. Gross, who runs the movie consulting firm Franchise Entertainment Research. But attendance patterns have changed, and most of these stories are now produced for the small screen. That makes this opening particularly good. Critics and audiences had vastly different reactions to Where the Crawdads Sing, which holds a bleak 36% on Rotten Tomatoes, but a solid A minus cinema score from moviegoers. Um. With a positive word of mouth, the movie has the potential to stand out to people who aren't familiar with the best-selling book by Delia Owens. Olivia Newman! <laughs> Newman! Oh, man! <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Newman directed crawdads um which centers on a young girl named kaya um played by daisy edgar jones of normal people and fresh who grows up alone in a north carolina marsh and is later engulfed in the murder trial of a former love interest reese witherspoon produced the movie which features a new song from taylor swift called carolina paul's a fury on the other hand, failed to match expectations of $10 million. The family-friendly movie, which took inspiration from the 1974 Mel Brooks film Blazing Saddles, is landing at number six with a dismal $6.25 million from 3,475 North American locations. It's the rare blemish in 2022 for Paramount, which has otherwise enjoyed a stellar box office run with The Lost City, Scream, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and of course, Top Gun Maverick. Luckily, Paramount Pictures and Nickelodeon Animation do not have too much on the line as acquiring acquiring Pause of Fury only cost $10 million. Though Ticket Bar seems to like Pause of Fury, which scored an A-minus cinema score, the film struggled to hold its own against Universal and Illumination's Minions, The Rise of Gru, which landed in second place on the box office charts with $26 million from 4,114 theaters. After three weeks of release, the Minions sequel has remained the de facto choice for family audiences with $262 million domestically to date. Hmm. Yes. The movie has generated another $270 million at the international box office, taking its global tally to $532 0.7 million dollars. The weekend's final newcomer, Mrs. Harris, goes to Paris, open um, in ninth place, generating 1.9 million from 980 theaters. The well reviewed um, P 
period drama is aiming to serve as con counter programming against this summer's biggest blockbusters as expected opening weekend audiences were com comprised mostly of adult women with 81 percent um of ticket buyers above 30 years old and 71 percent female e1 finance mrs um harris which stars leslie manville phantom thread as a widow cleaning lady who travels to the city of love in search of the perfect Dior dress. Elsewhere on domestic box office charts, Top Gun Maverick took fourth place, scoring $12 million from 3,292 screens in its eighth weekend of release. Ticket sales fell a scant 23%. With, with $617 million in the bank and no signs of slowing down, Top Gun Maverick will soon pass Star Wars The Last Jedi, $620 million, The Avengers, $623 million, to rank among the top 10 highest grossing films in domestic box office history. I could, I could see that happening. Um, there's a good chance that Tom Cruise's latest film has enough fuel in its engine to near slots seven and eight held by jurassic world with 653 million dollars and titanic with 659 million dollars baz Lur lerman's elvis biopic rounded out the top five with 7.6 million dollars from three thousand 305 venues. The Warner Brothers movie, which follows Elvis Presley's rise to become the king of rock and roll, has grossed $106 million to date, an impressive tally for a musical biopic. Globally, the film has earned $185.6 million so far. Elvis cost $85 million to produce, so it's not solidly out of the red yet. On the indie scene, A24's charmer Marcel Deschel with shoes on um, brought in $575,370 as the film expanded to 153 theaters. The movie about a resilient um, inch tall seashell voiced by Jenny Slate has generated $1.69 million as it slowly rolls out across the U.S. So, so there you have it with your movie box office and stuff. So um, I hope anyone had a chance to see um, Thor, Love and Thunder. It's actually still number one in the box office and shit, though, man. Um, will it continue to stay number one? I know Gray Man and, and and along with other movies are probably gonna be coming out this week. So um you have to stick around next time. Next week I'll probably um cover it as well. So there you have it right there, man. That was your movie box office um recap. Um let's see. All right, so let's go over some things to do for the weekend. Let's go, with, let's go with some things to do for all you Californians out there, man. I got y'all. 
Um, I got y'all. Just let me look for it. Let me look for it. All right. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me see how much time I got here. Yeah, 136. All right. Um, okay. So this is what's going on here. Um, this week, um, for the 20 for the 24th of July, um, for nearly two weeks each summer outfest. Um, the world's largest LGBTQ plus film festival brings a slew of parties, screenings, and galas to LA for the 2022 edition. Expect dozens of screenings in a trio of formats, outdoors, indoors, and online. This year's highlights include a screening of Billy Porter's direct directorial debut anything's possible um porter will also receive an honorary award john logan's directorial debut day and them will with appearances with from kevin bacon theo jermaine um um quee tan carrie preston anna um um Klumsky, Austin Crute and more, and a 20th anniversary celebration of Todd Hayes, Haynes, um, Far From Heaven, with appearances from Haynes producer Christine um, Vacan and star Julianne Moore. Um, where you can, where you want to know where it's located, I got y'all on that one right there. So, so it's in various locations in Los Angeles you can actually uh you can actually um you actually check that out it's in various locations actually so i want y'all to look for it for yourselves <clears throat> in the website which is time which is www.timeout.com/losangeles/movies/outfest/losangeles so there you go right there um, you can check out that website, which is www.outfestla.org for more information and ticket sales. Um, what else? What else we got for this weekend? What else we got for this weekend? Yes. No, hold on. I'm going to say that for um, September. That's September. Um... Yeah, here we go. Big sale for reproductive justice. Um, support the fight for reproductive justice at these two food sales featuring LA's best activism minded bakers at the Oinkster in Eagle Rock on Saturday, July 23rd. All proceeds will be split among Planned Parenthood, Plan C Pills, and Women Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. Participants include Alta Adams, Winter Fate Bakes, Mort and Betty's Vegan Deli, and May Micro Bakery. All right, um, I'll get you the location. Hold on a minute. 
Yeah, so Oyster is located at at 2005 Colorado Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, um, 90041. The contact is um, the contact. You go to their website, which is www.theoyster.com for more information and ticket sales. And of course, um, they are um, they are going to be open on Saturday, nine a.m. So I nine a.m. and stuff. So there you go, right there. So wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. <clears throat> All right. Um, just a sec. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thing. All right. Um, let's see what else. Also on July 23rd of this week, um, it's the first annual banana splitty in the city. <laughs> Most 5Ks require a bit of physical prep beforehand and some huffing and puffing um, along the way. But this downhill 1K Let's gravity do all the work. Yes, that's 1K, as in just over half a mile. The annual, the first annual banana splitty in the city invites um, Angelinos to come dress as a banana or something similarly themed and run, jog, or walk down Santa Monica Boulevard from four. 4100 bar to the Virgil or while who let the dogs out plays on a loop. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So we're going to we're going to find out where we're going to find out where this is located. Of course, Location for the Virgil is 4519 Santa Monica Boulevard, Los Angeles, 90029. The, the, the price for tickets is $25. And you can go to their website, um, cleftclips.ticketsource.com slash e slash bananas for more information and ticket prices. And how to get there? Um, you, you use your GPS, and of course, um, if you're driving, I suggest you get get um, directions on how to get there. So there you go, right there. Um, what else? Also on Friday, also on Friday, July twenty third, um, can. Canned cocktails and pickleballs. Oh man, a, pa- a pairing 
that only a couple of years ago would have seen out of left field, but now seems like a perfect recipe for uh, a summer afternoon. On July 23rd, Cup Water Spirits is hosting a pickleball tournament at the Venice Beach Paddle Courts, which is 1900 to 1998 Oceanfront Walk. With a 2,500 prize, if you if your paddle and plastic balls skills aren't up to snuff, you can still swing by as an attendee for some Yeasty Boys music from DJ Sean Patrick and the, and some Cut Water Spirits. Admission is 21 plus and free if you show proof of the um, GoPuff app on your phone. Proceeds benefit animal rescue organization the late labelle foundation and details on where it's located is it's venice beach in the boardwalk which is 3100-2700 ocean ocean front walk located in los angeles california 90291 and you can go to their website which is www.cutwaterclassic.com for more details opening hours is from it's from noon to 5 p.m um okay noon and 5 p.m okay cool um what else is coming out this week uh yeah um another reminder this week, which is uh, July 24th, Christmas in July at Here and Now. Um, if you're, you are pining for sweater weather and peppermint right now, there is no better place in town than Here and Now. From July 12th through the 24th, the Arts District Cocktail Bar is bringing back its beloved holiday, holiday pop-up blitzing, including new cocktails like Put like the put on your yarmulke um, spritz made with um, Manny, Manny Schwitz wine, brandy, and Prosecco. Holiday movie screenings, pet pictures with Santa, and more. No reservations are highly recommended, so you can, you can um, make reservations early in advance and of course where it's located it is where here and now is located is 300 s which stands for south santa fe avenue los angeles california um 90013 contact information 213 and you can go to their website for more information and details, which is here and now on um, here and now DTLA, which I think is downtown LA. Um, yes, DTLA. Okay, hold on. Yes, here and now DTLA.com. And of course, the hours is Tuesdays through Thursdays. 5 p.m. To, to 12 p.m., which is midnight. Friday and Saturday, 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. 
and Sunday 5 p.m. to um, 12 a.m., which is midnight. So there you go right there. Yes, there you go right there. Um, so tomorrow, I think it's, it starts from 5 p.m. I'm not sure. You can check it out tomorrow, which is which also starts at 5 p.m. And yes, there, and yeah, there you go right there with that one right there. Um, <clears throat> all right, what else? What else can we talk about here? Oh, okay. We got Magnum Ice Cream Indulgence Studio. Here we go. Head to the lobby of the Freehand Hotel on July 22nd and 23rd for free ice cream inspired manicures, ice cream and cocktails sponsored by Magnum um, Ice Cream. Nail designs on hand will use chocolate scented polishes inspired by the Belgian brand Twice Dip Duet Ice Cream Bar. <laughs> ice cream bars by Nails um, Incorporated. Oh, wow. <laughs> not that not that I recommend that shit, but anyway, man. Um anyway, I, not that I would recommend that shit, but um yes. Um anyway. So So basically, okay, so freehand the homework. It's Freehand Los Angeles, 416 West 8th Street, Los Angeles, California, 90014. You can go to the website, which is www.magnumicecream.com for more information and and ticket prices and stuff. So, um, And I believe, hold on a minute here. I'm not mistaken. I did see the hours actually. So the, the so the pop up hours will run from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's the time. All right. Now we go to another another fun event um, for you California Californians out there, man. That's interested. Um, love. Long Beach, of course. Um, listen to sets from um, Ardalen, Una Dow, Kevin Knapp, and more as this local art, wellness, and dance, wellness, and dance music fest returns to Shoreline Aquatic Park in Long Beach, California. Um, all right, so July 23rd to 24th, um. And and this is at the Rainbow Harbor and Shoreline Village, and and the location for this is four zero one dash four three five Shoreline Village Drive, Long Beach, California, um, nine zero eight zero two. Price single day twenty five dollars, weekend pass fifty dollars, and VIP one hundred dollars. And you can go to their website for more information, www.lovelongbeachfestival.com. There you go right there. Um, what else? Yeah, so there you go right there. 
Now we go to New York. Now we go to New York. Now, before I even go to seven things to do in in NYC for July 22nd to the 24th, I want to actually get into um, someone who has a performance, man, who has a who has a performance going on. Um, um, you can go, he could go, he's, this person, Scorpio P, shouts to him. He is going to be performing at this event called Friday Night Mics and with Daya Rose. And of course, of course, you can get your tickets at www.titanofrap.com. Cool vibes and good music. And of course, this is powered by Rockview Entertainment, which is which was which is created by the um DJ Mainstream, who also has a podcast, by the way, um Make the Call podcast. So make sure you check that out. Um, make sure you get your tickets to Friday Night Mics, and it's located at um, Sh- um, Chalet Tavern, which is 47-22 30th Avenue, which is in Astoria, Queens. And to perform, if you are a music artist, you can go to events at rockviewentertainment.com. So there you go right there. Um, another event that I want to actually mention for um, everyone that's in New York right there right there is um let me get to it right let me get to it to the thing let me get to it um another event um that i like to, to mention to you folks out there is there is an event there is an event that's gonna go down hold on a minute hold on a minute so, all right, so Spread Love Hip Hop Jam hosted by Uncle Ralph McDaniels and DJ Scratch. Um, and, of course, there's going to be some people in there. This is basically Hip Hop Appreciation Day. And this is presented by Capital One City City Parks um, Summer Stage. And, of course, you got acts like um, Special Ed, Brand New Being, Black Sheep, Smith and Wesson, Girl Code, Sweet Tea, Cool Herc, and Cindy Campbell, a special tribute to hip hop fallen soldiers. And it is going to take place on Thursday, August 11th. Doors open 6 p.m., showtime 7, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. is when it starts. Um, and it's located on Coney Island um, at 5 Theater, um, 3052 West 21st Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11224. You can actually, hold on, if there's a way to get, is there a way for you to get tickets? Let's see. Oh, it's in the Amphitheater? Yeah, it's in the Amphitheater. Um, I don't think there's tickets. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, I don't think this ticket's on here. Oh, yeah, that's August 11th, folks. Um, Hip Hop Appreciation Day. Um, so you want something fun to do? You can go check out Spread Love Hip Hop Jam, the event, and um, and yeah, that's and yeah, that's gonna um, yeah, that's gonna really do. That's gonna really do for um musical performances we're gonna go to um you know things to do in nyc so i wanted to actually get the scorpio p and uncle ralph event out the way so um so things to do in new york city friday july 22nd nordstrom anniversary sale paint and pour <laughs> paint and pour <laughs> What's more relaxing than painting with a nice glass of wine at your side? Join Nordstrom in a guided painting session in their NYC um, flagship restaurant. Um, um, Jenny's, Genie's. Um, this two and and a half long session will include two complimentary drinks, one complimentary um appetizer, all the supplies needed for painting and gift items when you are completed you must be 21 and older to participate the paint and pour begins at 2 30 p.m tickets are 40 dollars and can be purchased here um and it's located at 225 west 57th street Next is Sutter, Sutter's Mill. Jason Rodez has assembled and dismantled his exhibit Sutter's Mill over the course of the Whitney um, Biennial, a, a, a reflection on the landscape and art of America. His piece is based on the California sawmill where the 19th century discovery of gold set off the California gold rush. Rode said um, that his inspiration for the pe- for that for this piece is that it's like an it's like in a garden where things where these things grow. Um, when they become ripe, the whole system becomes literally and physically fruitful. The work highlights the machinery used during the time and questions the USA's wealth accumulates accumulation and its ethicalness the exhibit is open 12 p.m to 8 p.m tickets to the museum are 25 dollars for adults 18 dollars for seniors students and visitors with disabilities and free for anyone under 18 for more info you can click the link that says here Next is Music for Curiosities, Saturday, July 23rd. A peculiar show is coming to town this Saturday, Music of Curiosities. Coney Allen will be presenting an, an evening of film and music from performances by the expert, experimental music duo The Flushing of uh, the Flushing Remonstrance, 
to a once in a lifetime performance by PNKVLVT WTCH. There will be wonders to behold. Musicians, um, Catherine Kramer on percussion and Robert Kennedy on keyboards, electronics, and voice will perform alongside classic films by director Kenneth Anger. <laughs> Anger. <laughs> oh shit. Um and it starts at 8 30 p.m. Tickets starts at $20 and can be purchased purchased here. You can click on the word here right there for more information. And it's located at 1208 Surf Avenue, Brooklyn, Coney Island. Yeah. Brooklyn, New York, Coney Island. All right, cool. Next is Moth Night. <laughs> moth. Oh, shit. Um, this might be a night worth staying up past your bedtime. Moth Night <laughs> is presented in partnership with the Staten Island Children's Museum at Snub Harbor. Participants will be invited into the museum to take a closer look at specimens, enjoy arts and crafts, and go on a short walk to find nocturnal insects. Attendees will learn about moths' life cycles um, and curious ha habitats. Tickets are $10 for adults, $5 for children. It starts at 8. It starts from 8.30 to 10 p.m. You can register here. At the, you can um, go to the link that says here. And it's located at 1000 Richmond Terrace in Staten Island, New York. And Sunday, July 24th, Little, I Little Island Music and Dance Festival. Join one of NYC's newest parks in their second annual music and dance festival, A World of Sound and Movement. The event will be hosted by last year's curators, Drama Desk nominee, um... Um, Aodel Cassell and 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 um Cyper and a Pat winner Toyer Beard. <laughs> this year they are <laughs> they are bringing the heat with Tony Award winner Michael McElroy joining the host. Together, they will create the week, two-week-long event to bring in New York's best musicians, choreographers, and dancers. With an emphasis on diversity, there will be a variety of different musical genres and performers, performances. The festival will be from July 20th to the 31st, so feel free to join them on any day. Sunday will offer music from Akira Armstrong, um, Armstrong as well as generally important dances. Performances will be going on all day. To learn more, you can click the link that says here. And this is located at Pier 55 in, in Hudson River Park in Manhattan, New York. And pop-up market. 
support local artists while also snagging yourself some amazing work. The Brooklyn Museum is hosting a pop-up market in its plaza this Sunday. Local vendors will be selling artwork, jewelry, fashion, home, and um, and apothecary, apothecary goods, and more. Their beautiful handmade goods are one of one of a kind pieces. Vendor prices will vary per artist. The market will run from ten thirty a.m. to five thirty p.m. For more information, for more info on museum admissions, you can click the word link. You can click the word, the link that says here. And this is located at the Brooklyn. So the Brooklyn Museum Plaza is located at 200 Eastern Parkway, Prospect Heights, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. And of course, finally, Summer Thunder. Sister Nasty is a Jamaican sister. A Jamaican singer and first ever female dancehall DJ. Her top track, Bam Bam, gained notoriety in the US with music legend Kanye West sampling it for his 2016 hit Famous. Sister Nancy has collaborated with giants like Jay Z and has changed the game for female DJs. Of course, she must be 21 and up to enter. It starts at 2 p.m. The concert is completely free to join the waiting list. Um, you click the word here. And it's located at 484 Union Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Yes, Brooklyn Avenue. Brooklyn, New York. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. I think I may have covered everything in this episode right here. Um, so, um, all right. I think we covered everything in this episode right here. Um, we're going to go into a little thing that I like to call, um, a little thing that I like to call stream choices on the go. All right, let's do this. Of course, make sure you follow Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram, alongside with my other um, shows, which is um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the Sports Edition show, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast um, review show. Um, and along with myself, which is the, which is my, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Um, and, and don't forget to turn on your notifications so you don't miss a beat in action. Like when I'm on Instagram live, you're going to see everything saved on there. I'm not saving the video on the Insta story anymore because it actually expires in 24 hours. So I figured I'd just make it as a post. So there you go right there. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So if you would like to leave a voice message, you can go to the link in bio where it says, um, Linktree slash 
um g money stacks 555 you're gonna see the name of the show um which is on anchor.fm you can go there click on there and you're gonna see the word message on there and you're going to go ahead and leave a voice message on there about any questions any ideas of topics and stuff that you want to hear and and of course um like i like i said i'm not really like i said man um i'm not i'm not really interview based heavy right now but i will in the future so i'm not making any um guarantees or anything like that based on um everybody's schedule so you know what i'm saying and um and yes yeah, speaking of and yes um be sure to follow this podcast right here the new york podcast on every stream platform that i am about to announce right now as you go to the link in bio that says link tree slash g money stacks 555 on there you're going to see a whole list of um audio streaming platforms where you can see where you can stream and listen and watch the episodes so um anchor audacity audible Audio Burst, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, um, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podopolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, um, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts. And feel free to leave a five-star rating on Podchaser, Podfriend, and Spotify. That'll be appreciated. And and you can also listen to Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for um, music, radio, and podcast. Alongside with my other shows, it's also on iHeartRadio, which is the Sports Edition show, excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, and Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show. Make sure you follow those on there. And lastly, but not least, the YouTube. Make sure you grab that subscribe button. Tap that noni noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and topics that's being discussed. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Share the episodes. Share the videos. Also, tell a friend to another friend. Download these episodes. Make sure you do that. And, you know, spread the word. Very important. And, of course, you can share the podcast with your wives, your, your husbands, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your friends, and the people that you're cool with from work. So, there you go right there. And also, make sure you listen, stream, share, rate, watch these episodes. Make sure you catch up on all the episodes, especially on on the YouTube channel page, G Money Stacks Five Fifty Five. And of course, um, you can leave you you leave your comments on there. You can also um. You can also leave your feedback on there, especially Instagram Live. Make sure you leave some feedback on Instagram Live as well. So there you go right there. 
And um, like I always say at the end of the show, man, remember the grind does not stop. Hard work pays off. Um, you know, New York was not built in a day, so trust the process and also find your voice. Make sure you make sure you follow your goals and dreams and you know do what makes you happy mentally, physically, and spiritually, and also most importantly, you know, you know. Make sure you have confidence in the craft that you're doing, whether it's podcasting, um, content, episodes, whatever career field that you're doing. Um, you you also have to find. Um, you also have to find what really gets you into your zone, which is very important because it's it's about having tunnel vision and consistency. That's also important too. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's gonna do it for me, man. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you very much for listening to the 165th episode of the New York podcast right here. And I appreciate every single one of you who tuned in, who tries to tune in as much um topics that I discuss. And, um, and yeah, I appreciate everyone from all over the world, Canada, USA, Long Island, aka Strong Island, and five boroughs of New York that actually took the time to listen. So thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me. I love you all, man. And I wouldn't make and I wouldn't have made it this far without you folks right here. Um, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I'll see y'all in the next episode. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep continuing to to grind up to 200 episodes and stuff. What I plan to do for episode 200 is probably going to be a reflection episode. It's not gonna be anything too big. Because, you know, with everything going on with all these with all these crazy slashings and all these other craziness and shit like that. So, you know, I want to keep it I want to keep it simple. So that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to I'm going to continue to be authentic. I am going to actually continue to, you know, keep my dignity, which is important, of course. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't put a price on dignity and um and self-respect. You know what I'm saying? You can't put a price on authenticity either. So there you go right there. So listen, man. Listen, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I'm out of here. I'm off this shit. Thank you very much. Um peace and one love. I'll see y'all in the next episode. And I hope you enjoyed the rest of your week. And I hope you um have all the information. I hope you have all the information that I just mentioned for the people in California and the people in um New York that's looking for fun activities to do. 
I hope you got all the info that you need. And if you and if you miss any of the um, locations of fun activities to do in California and New York, um, of course you can actually um, hear this. You can hear episode one sixty five on Friday. I'm going to post that on Friday. And you can also watch this episode on YouTube as well, which is which is the G Money Stacks 555 YouTube channel page, where all the New York episodes is on there, man. So thank you very much. I'm out of here. Good night, folks. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z. N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, Previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services include Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.